Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Six o'clock in the Southland of Live Imaging Tuesday with Sedano and Cap. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So the Rolling Stones will soon be releasing some new music. Uh, earlier today, they announced that they're preparing to release their first album of original material in 18 years. Wow. Titled Hackney Diamonds. Uh, the band will share details of the release at an event in East London's Hackney District on Wednesday, where Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, and Ronnie Wood will be interviewed by The Tonight Show host, Jimmy Fallon. The mm. event will be live-streamed exclusively on YouTube at 10 to, uh, 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, yeah, everybody wake up at 6.30 a.m. on Wednesday to find out about the Rolling Stones' new album. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Well, I wonder, though, like, you know, if it's bad. It's got to be bad because, I mean, they're really old, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, just because they're older dudes doesn't mean that the album will be bad. But what I'm getting at is if it isn't great... If it isn't up to the Rolling Stones standard mm-hmm. of like classic hits, things yeah. that live forever, if it's garbage, if it's trash, if it's like, why are these old dudes putting out new stuff when they can just live on all their old stuff? That would be a shame. So I hope it rocks. When do you think a la- the last time like one of these classic rock bands like the Rolling Stones has come out with like a new album and it's actually been good? Springsteen's last album that was really good, I would say, was... 2008. That's a long time ago. And he's put out a couple since. And there's been a few good songs, but like classic spring 2008. When I go to a concert, though, I'm like, please just play the songs that I know all the words to that I can sing along to. Like if you're the Rolling Stones and you're going out to perform brand new stuff, that, that's not why I go to see the Rolling Stones, right. I, don't, I don't think. Right. Well, but what ends up happening is a lot of these bands, like, you know, as everyone knows, I love Depeche Mode, right? So Depeche Mode will start their concert playing about four new songs off their album and then they get right into their stuff bad way to start a concert i think they should open with the old stuff play the hits right yeah give me the no give me the stuff i can sing along to no that to me that's the you get people to know what the new music is you know what i mean and then you can move along i know but when i build a set list first i build a set that goes songs a b c and d everybody knows all the words then i'm gonna bore the hell out of you with all my new stuff then i'm gonna come back to all my legendary stuff and then i'm getting out of here so real quick we'll make this quick do you know like let me give you some old acts let's call them because they're not all bands that are releasing new albums ready all right go ahead Alice Cooper just released an album in August on August 25th. All right. I have zero interest in Alice Cooper's new album, but that's interesting. Okay. How old is he, you think? I don't know. he got to be in his 80s, too. Yeah. Um, let me see. Who else? Who else is releasing new music? Rick Springfield released one in, Octo- in August as well. Okay, Rick Springfield, by the way. Uh, happy birthday, Rick. I've seen a lot of your posts on social media. Just turned it. He got into his 70s. Still got the nice hair. Looks good. You know, yeah. but I mean, he was never a big star in music, you know? Jethro Tull? Is he a real guy? No, Jethro it's a Tull? It's, it's a, a band. band. He's not one dude? No, Ian Anderson is the lead singer of Jethro Tull. They released a, uh, an album in April. And are they like still the same dudes or like is everybody dead and there's just like I, one You're asking one guy. too many questions, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm Ian just telling Anderson you who released Anderson is an album. the front man and as most people would say that's like, you know, that's the big that's the big deal. Okay. All right. And he's still there. Yeah, yes. there you go. So that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Right. By the way, you know what is considered You know what's considered classic rock Tell in me. 2023? Tell me what it is. Okay, obviously, you know, the old stuff mm-hmm. um, from the 60s and 70s or whatever. But also 80s, college rock, heavy metal, and 90s grunge is now considered classic rock. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I think of, you know, Pearl Jam, 
or Soundgarden. That's classic now. Yeah, or, or any of those types of bands. Yeah, to me. I mean, Candlebox, that to me is now like classic rock. Even though it was rock. Yeah, that's right. Candlebox? Did you just put Candlebox in the same breath as like uh, Pearl Jam? Candlebox is pretty good. I did put Candlebox in Yeah, but not in like Pearl Jam good. I know, but George, hold on a second no, here. But, but you know, don't hold on. Don't, don't hold on. Don't hold homer. on. No, I don't hold on. Let's get it to it at 6.15. Talk some sports. And it's usually not, it's rare that I'm that guy. That yeah. he's the guy. But yes. talk some sports, Why is please. that? Because we've been all over. Okay. Okay. We watched yeah. a new morning show today, sneak preview this week. Of, yeah. Uh-huh. Of, and they were really good at talking sports. Okay. Try you're, the one, you're the one who tells us not to talk uh, that's sports. That's not what no, I that's say. Not yeah, true. You do. I say that's... do great content. Nah, you say don't talk sports. You no. say actually you've, you've even no, told don't, me don't you guys use... are terrible at talking sports. Well, you've that's true. That. That's why I say do yeah. great content. Mm-hmm. I don't say Sedano's bad at talking sports. I say mm-hmm. you hold them down. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> right. He, on the other hand, he's brilliant at talking sports. How about let's give it a try for Go five ahead. minutes? Go ahead. I mean, Cappy, did you do good sports when you filled in for Jim Rome? I think I did. I think I've done great sports today. I've talked about quarterback. I've talked oh. about LeBron James becoming a head coach. Wait, I've talked but, about Deion Sanders okay, being coach let, prime. Let, can, can I'm we all finish, over the place. Can, can we finish that conversation very briefly? Which briefly? one? The, the LeBron thing. Oh. What, what made you think of that again, even though it was completely shot down the last time we had this, that discussion? Because you see, George, you're calling somebody who works for LeBron, and that person doesn't understand what's inside LeBron. Oh my God! I'm telling you, LeBron James is going to look at Deion Sanders. Now, you, be an you're owner. rolling your eyes at me like you know All that I I'm wrong. All I want is for you guys to do five minutes of football. This is this is football right here. Okay. This is LeBron James. I'm going to go get some coffee. Okay, go ahead. To finish the conversation, George, when you see Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. someone who is such a great player, a Hall of Famer, someone who made a fortune as a player and and has been extremely successful after his playing career in broadcasting, media, social media, uh, production, et cetera, et cetera, give of his uh, give of himself what he knows he has, which is a great football mind and a great football philosophy. Deion Sanders is passing that on. When I see LeBron James coaching his son, what's the younger son's name? Bryce? Is that his Bryce. name? Mm-hmm. When I see him coaching his son's AAU team over the course of the summer, LeBron James has something that other people on the planet okay. don't have. Here, here, let me explain something to you. Do you. Are you familiar with one Irvin Magic Johnson? I am. Irvin Magic Johnson had all those same characteristics that you had, okay, um, that you described. He was a terrible coach. He hated coaching. And would never coach because he felt he realized very quickly. Yeah, these guys can't do the things I want them to do just because I'm standing on the sidelines. I'm helpless. That doesn't work like that. LeBron James is going to be an owner at some point, and that'll be the end of it. Maybe an owner, maybe a coach also. Oh, for the love! He might okay. be. He might coach a team that he owns. Yes, he maybe. may fire the coach you, you and, know become, what, Cappy, and start coaching. You know what, Cappy? Go no. ahead. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm way. I, I don't know. I've been gone way too long to sit here and fight with you. I'm holding on to this one. I just want everybody to remember. Yeah. I'm the guy that told yeah. you LeBron's going to be a coach. Yeah, I will remember that. Okay, please. When it never happens. Okay, but if it does, <laughs> I'm the smart guy. Okay, smart guy. How do you feel about the Raiders this year? ESPN says over under of seven and a half. You got Chandler Jones blasting his coach on Instagram and then deleting it. You've got uh, all sorts of reports that they may move Devontae Adams before the trade deadline. And then Jimmy G somewhere saying that he's going to prove the haters wrong. This team seems like a complete disorganized mess already. And the season hasn't been kicked off yet. Well, I'm actually going to wait about four weeks to, to kind of give you where I think the Raiders, this Raiders team is going to go. But I'll tell you this, um, it is a very interesting kickoff this weekend for the Raiders at the Broncos. Because while we'll focus on the Raiders, and I know there's a lot of Raider fans that oh, want to There's a in. lot of focus on the Broncos with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. No and doubt. Them, them. Listen, I, I, I've already talked to somebody who's like in that Payton world, right? That Sean Payton world. And they're like, yo, Sean Payton's going to do to him, do to Russell Wilson what like Greg Popovich did to Tim Duncan. He's going to be like, I'm going to I'm going to call you out just like I would call anyone out because if I could call you out, they all know I can call them out too. Well, um, Sean Payton, there was a report earlier today. Now, this was before this is clearly after he sat next to you and Jimmy Buffett. Oh, this is years later. Right. Yeah, this is right, that right. was that was a very young Sean Payton. Yeah. You know? Um yeah. but this Sean Payton, there was a report earlier today. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Bleacher Report who reported this. Yeah. They said that Sean Payton told Russell Wilson, hey, man, stop kissing effing babies. You're not running for political office. It's as if Sean Payton had to say to Russell Wilson, dude, 
You grew up in Pete Carroll's system and you had a lot of success. That's in the rearview mirror. The crap that was pulled here last year is not happening on my watch. And by the way, you actually need somebody to tell you, be a football player, not a politician. Makes it for a very interesting kickoff between the Raiders, who, as you just described, seem like a mess based on a lot of the reports that are coming out, and the Broncos, who I think also kind of look like a mess because there could be a major ego battle between that quarterback and that coach. You think it goes oh, smoothly? I, 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 I don't think it goes smoothly, no. I mean, I, I am curious to see. Like, I am very much curious to see how it goes because I don't know how it's going to go. If I say to you right now, make it, tell me who's going to have more wins at the end of the season, the Raiders or the Broncos, who do you say? I mean, it's tough because I don't think either will have a lot of wins. So I, I want to start with that part of the equation. But I would still slightly lean towards the Broncos. I'm going to go the opposite direction just for the fun of it. I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders to have more wins than the Broncos. That means one of those two teams is going to finish behind the Chiefs and the Chargers in the AFC West. I think I'm going to take the Raiders. By the way, the Chiefs also having issues because Travis Kelsey just hyperextended his knee and people are now uh, terrified that he may not be available for week one here coming up in two days. And they're already playing without Chris Jones, which, by the way, if I were Chris Jones, who is their stud defensive lineman, who's sitting out because he feels he's underpaid with one year left on his contract, Mm -hmm. there's no question if I'm him, I'm rooting for them to lose. Yeah, they lose. All of a sudden, they need him that much more. The Chiefs losing at home on Thursday night to the Detroit Lions for the kickoff of the season, man, I don't know if I can see it. I don't know if I can see that happening, but I do Wait, think— Wait, you're, you're talking about your Detroit Lions? Don't get me wrong. I'm a Goff fan, and I like the head coach Dan Campbell because I think he's out of his mind, and I think he walks around talking like a pro wrestler at all times. Mm-hmm. But I can't see the Lions going into Kansas City on opening night— and beating the Chiefs. And by the way, talking about the Raiders here for a second, George, have you even looked at the Raiders' schedule, like the first few weeks of the Raiders' schedule? I mean, I have, but not not recently. I don't expect you to have it committed to memory. Listen to this. At Denver, at Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So you don't play a home game until week three. And it's the Steelers who are going to be good this year, I think. And it's a Sunday night game. Yeah. and, And Steeler fans travel... Well, very, very well. They're like the Packers or the Cowboys or the 49ers in L.A. The Steelers bring people. So you put the the Steelers in Vegas. And then they got your gutty little Chargers. At the Chargers. So in the first four weeks of the season, the Raiders play on the road three out of four weeks. Mm -hmm. That is not good. I mean, (laughs) seriously, that is not good at all. I mean... You got to go. Wait, cut. wait, wait. Can we just, can we cut that? Just isolate that yeah, and just do cut that. that as a drop. Yeah. Where Cappy says like, just like this, that, that is not good. That is not good at all. By the way, this is sports talk right here. When buddy. are we going to start having John the Brick on every week? Oh, we should have John the Brick on. I just watched JT. Fridays. I just well, watched him. Well, not this him, Friday because we got the golf thing. But I just watched him interview uh, the coach and I want to, and I don't remember who else was a part of it because he sent me the video. But there he is. He's interviewing the coach, getting everybody ready for the season. If there's one guy that knows the Raiders better than anybody, it's JT the Is that the coach of the Raiders? You're blanking on the name of the coach of the Raiders. No, I said it was the Raiders coach, Josh McDaniels, and another guy oh, who okay. I don't remember. Well, I didn't know. I thought you were blanking on the head coach's name. No. Oh. Do you know every head coach's name? Uh, no, but I'm not paid to talk sports. Well, but you I'm sit paid around to do bits. and you watch Sunday all day. You say, because that's your job is to it watch is, football to know all the day. Games, yeah. I'm going to start yeah. testing you. On the what? The team I'm, I'm going to start coaches? testing you on every name of every team. Okay. That's right. Coming well, up who, next. Who's Arizona's new coach? No clue. Yeah, me neither. Coming up next, Cappy. <laughs> you should know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, George. <laughs> Jonathan Gannon is his name, by the way. Who is it? Jonathan Gannon. Is oh, Jonathan Gannon. You should have known that. The great Jonathan Gannon. What's his background? He was an assistant coach. For the Eagles. He was their D coordinator. And then he became a head coach. You didn't know that? He was the D coordinator last year. Wow, that's Eagles. surprising. I'm an Eagles fan. I guess I should know. Gosh. <laughs> Big star uh, like that. Rich so Gannon. Anyway, uh, more football, Cappy. The Rams. Somebody thinks they're going to be in the Caleb sweepstakes. We'll tell you who and how. Next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Quarter after 6 p.m. in the Southland, a live imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. Been a while since I got to throw to this live. Time for the producer, Laura, rejoin of the day. Hit it, girl. Thank you, Chris. I try to do the Lindsay voice, but I feel like it's not for me. No, we got we got our own thing. You know. So, anyways, this weekend I ended up going. I don't to... think so. You didn't think so? He's singing the song. I know, but I was like, you I don't interrupted think so. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you mm. interrupted me. Mm. Anyways, mm. I ended up going to Tecate this weekend. The where? Tecate. Tecate? I know no, nobody knows where that is, but it's in Baja California. It's Mexico, okay. right close to TJ or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have family over there, but I also had a friend that had a wedding this weekend. So I told my boyfriend, okay, we got to get up early. We got to do this because crossing the border sucks. You got a it's global always, entry? I do, but not everybody in the car with me okay. had global so entry. Screwed, right. You know? So anyways, we were in line for like three hours. To which, cross to go down? No, to cross back up. Okay, gotcha. You know, cross back to Cali, hence mm-hmm. the going back to Cali song. Mm-hmm. So anyways... We it was about three hours and we finally got to the place where, you know, we're like, okay, we see the border thing, we're gonna go in, whatever. All of a sudden this truck finds this little itty bitty like lane and just cuts me off and almost swipes my car, like just completely cutting the line Mm -hmm. and I was so mad. I stopped my car and Christian's like, you better come back in here. Like, what do you think you're going to do? I was like, dude, we've been in line for three bleeping hours and this guy just comes and cuts? Like, this is ridiculous. He's like, baby, you better come in here. I went out. I was ready to go punch some dude. Wait, you were going to fight somebody in a line crossing the border from Mexico into the U.S.? I know, but I was, you know when you're like in line and it's hot? Yeah, but that zone's federal, so that's a federal crime. You don't want that. Girl, what are you doing? I was so pissed. I was mad. Plus when they see what's in the trunk, then you got a big problem. I mean, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We did, and also, you know, we're bringing back liquor. I've never like crossed the border with liquor because- when I used to go, I used to go with my parents, and you know, my dad was the one that talked right. to the to the people. And the girls like, "Oh, do you have anything to declare?" So I'm already hot, right? Because Christian got me back in the car because I was trying to kick that guy's butt. And then we get to the. the was the, there a confrontation at all between you and this person? Well, I honked, and I was like, "You bleepity bleep, bleep, right? Bleep, bleep, right?" And he just flipped me off. He flipped you yeah, off. Yeah, that's why I was mad. And you didn't get out and kick his ass. Well, I got out, but Christian was like, "You better come back in." And Christian didn't kick his ass. No, be, no. He okay. was like, you can't We're not be getting... fighting in no other country, bro. Yes. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm not the one who's down there trying to okay. you know, honk at people uh, who uh, cut uh, them off. All of, you, you are guilty till proven innocent over there. Yeah. So Christian's like, We don't have time for lawyers and all this other stuff. Just get back in the car. So I got back in the car and then I go. And then the girl's like, Oh, do you have anything to declare? I was like, No, here's a passport and whatever, whatever. I was mad. And then she goes into my trunk and she was like, You have a lot of alcohol back here. You know, you have to declare that. Like I didn't know that. Like right. I didn't know I had See? to declare the that's, liquor. That's like when I tried to take weed into Mexico. I well, didn't know you couldn't take weed. Well, but that's a little different, I would say. But I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. I really didn't know. And she's yeah, like, yeah, but alcohol is a little different than weed. True. Yeah, it's legal to drink and consume. Yeah. So I, know, I didn't but know. So is weed. Not in every place. Not federally. Well, I didn't no. know. <laughs> See, we're on the same page, Cap. So she's like, you seem very hot. And I tell her what happened, and the truck happened to be on the other side. And she's like, I got this. I got this. So she went over and they put him in second second inspection. Mm-hmm. I, oh, that kind of made you. me a little you, bit happy. You ratted really? that dude out. <laughs> right. I was so pissed. Was she like, said dude. you were muy caliente, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was like, you seem hot, girl. Yeah. Cappy usually pays extra for second inspection. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. When I went through the TSA this past weekend, I was like, yo, you, come over here. 
Feel this. <laughs> feel this. Yeah, really? that's my out cue. Okay. That's my out cue. Right. Take it away, guys. Take All right, it away. The SoCal Hyundai ESPNMI Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino is this Friday. Of course, it's been sold out for a while. The tournament benefits the V Foundation for Cancer Research. going to take place at Black Gold Golf Club. Special thanks to Fat Sal's. We're making sandwiches over here. Over here. Plus, our friends at Pizza Hut, Johnsonville, and Hoffie. And, of course, the 19th hole party happens at 4 o'clock that day on the balcony. Everybody is invited. Even if you're not playing golf, all the Sedano and Cap listeners, come on out. Press the flesh with us. It starts at 4 o'clock while we're broadcasting live. Cappy. Beto, Producer Lindsay, Producer Laura, Corporate Greg, myself, going to be a party party, oh party, so be sure to be with us Friday for the ESPNLA Golf Classic. Is uh, Fat Sal's bringing sandwiches over here? I don't think so for really? this one. They just want to promote the brand. They kind of, it's, we're just kind of starting the relationship. Just getting going, huh? Just getting it going. Mm-hmm. But Fat Sal's, amazing sandwiches. Really? I could use love Fat Sal's. I'd like to try a Fat Sal. You've never had one? I've never had a Fat oh. Sal. Oh. Really? Never had one. So good. Really? Anyone that you uh, recommend? Maybe I'll go to Fat Sal's tonight. I actually took Evan Cohen there, our morning host. The now. great Evan Cohen. So I took him there because um, these he worked for Sirius for many years, and I, uh, you know, so I they, their building is right down the street from there. So I've had um, I'm trying to think, the Fat Sal, which is the ribeye. Mm-hmm. I've had. They got a Fat Sally. Because uh, a lot of times when you're Italian and your name is Sal, people are like, "Hey, Sally, how you doing over here? How you doing?" Yeah. Um, you don't so know the about fat that? sal no, is a ribeye. I want to say mozzarella sticks and onion rings. Oy vey! And like fries in it. It's Very exotic sandwiches. Really? Um, Can we go to fat sal tonight? Jerry, there's a fat Jerry that okay. has this the ribeye, the mozzarella, and it has even more stuff. It's like chicken fingers, bacon. It's insane. You can add a fried egg to it. It's nuts. I'd like to have a fat cappy. You know, and I would have cheese steak, but I would do it in a different way. I'd do it lettuce, tomato. With, they have with a falafel. The, if you like, falafel. oh, I like a falafel. I'd throw a little mayo on it. I know it's not a popular move, but you got to throw a little, a little mayo on it. Sauce. I yeah. like tzatziki sauce. Oh, yeah. a good tzatziki is yeah. beautiful. So a fat they got the fat shakes. I don't think there's a fat sal's on our way down. Oh, that's too bad. But I think we are going to stop by Prime but, Pizza in Little Tokyo. How many Tokyo. are there? There's several in the Southland, but I don't. Think I know there's that one. there's. I mean, I went to the one in Hollywood. That, that and there's one in Westwood, right? I know that. So where are we going? We're going to get some cheese pizza because today's National Cheese Pizza Day. And Evan Cohen this morning on the sneak preview of yeah. the new ESPN Radio Morning Show on Sportsmanlike mm-hmm. with uh, Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Mm-hmm. He was doing a whole bit about how you got to try a new pizza place. You got to try their cheese pizza because that's the base. You don't get the pepperoni or the sausage. Of course. Right. Of course. Well, the- his whole crew disagreed with him. Oh, no, they're wrong. They're wrong. A- anytime you go to a new sushi place, as an example... What, you're going to get a California roll? Yeah, because a no. Cal- no, no, because no, a Cal- I would say try no, the no, salmon. No, 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 no but no. here's the deal. No, you got to try something basic like tuna or salmon. Well, yeah. Spicy tuna. See, to me, a California roll is like a slice of cheese pizza. How it's can a you base. screw up California rolls? Just vegetables. But that's my point. Oh, a a nah, slice bro. of cheese there's pizza. There's literally not a bad. There's not a California roll that's bad. Uh, no, no, but but here's the thing. It's a baseline. It's a no, threshold. No, no, the baseline has got to have some fish in it. No, the baseline for pizza is cheese pizza. Yes, I agree with that. The baseline for sushi is no, a California roll. absolutely not. Nope. Well, what would you guys call a, a base for sushi? It has to be a, t- a tuna spicy roll or tuna. a salmon yeah. roll. Spicy Lindsay tuna is like not one even of the, the spicy, most popular. Not even the spicy, but I would give spicy is like maybe, but definitely just plain tuna or salmon roll. Yeah. No, I think I think a California roll is a base for me. But neither... Wait, you're telling me that on the new morning show... And by the way, I loved seeing Evan today... Looking like a radio guy who they happen to have cameras on yes. in a TV studio. Because that has been the problem. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't care. I'll say it. The problem that ESPN has had since Mike and Mike is that they haven't hired like real radio people. You know, um, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were not real radio guys. Now, don't get me wrong. Max has his chops, and Keyshawn does too. But I'm talking about like well, somebody who's a that. real I mean, radio guy. Max did a pretty guy. successful radio show and, in this and, time slot. And stuff Keyshawn really did a pretty successful time. morning show. But they yeah, weren't. Exactly. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is that Max had his radio chops. I look at him as a TV guy because he had spent so much time on first take, and they brought him back to radio. Evan, to me, is a real radio guy. Well, they're building a radio show. That's you're right. right about. You're correct about right. that. Listen, no, that like a Colin Coward. You know, Colin Coward was successful because he was a radio guy on radio. When you try and take TV guys and you try and make a TV show, but it's really a radio show, it doesn't work. It has to be a radio show, and they have cameras on. Evans, a radio guy. Thought he did great this morning. It was a great show. Sneak preview all week. Be sure to check it out. Six to ten a.m. Uh, unsportsmanlike, and then of course the new fall season of seven ten begins on Monday, September eleventh. <laughs> when what? 
September. Yeah, because we, we thought it was going to be this week. You kept announcing it was this week. No, I didn't. No, you did. No, I said where, the same thing. No, George, where was he, the email? He, he no, where's the email where I said it was this oh, week? Oh, I, I, I'll find it. Find it. Yeah. I clearly say sneak preview this weekend, Monday, September 11th. I literally, I literally said, George, I said, so much for today being Get. the start of the new 710. Because you guys, again, you're, you're not going to find the email. I never wrote that. Like, I didn't write the email about being off today. No, you didn't. Oh, no, you did. I, you did. I saw no, I that. I didn't do that. I would have had your back, Cappy, but I read it. I didn't do that. <laughs> I did not do that. Totally you guys misread it. it, is what happened, is I think what happened. Um, okay, so anyway, listen, speaking of Evan, so this morning, George, you were saying that there is like a, a thought out there that the Rams could go into total tank mode Right. To get so Caleb Williams. Mike Tannenbaum was on with Evan and Canty and Michelle this morning and had this to say about Caleb Williams and the Rams. The Rams, when you look at their quote-unquote big three of Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, I believe, played in nine games a year ago. He hasn't been on the field yet. And this is a team, to me, that's really in transition. If Matthew Stafford is healthy and they get off to a decent start, I think they keep him and Aaron Donald there. But by Halloween, I think they're going to be closer to the Caleb Williams discussion than they're going to be about making the playoffs. And now, all of a sudden, isn't that interesting? You could have two teams in the same division, the NFC West, who could wind up with Caleb Williams. Mm. Well, um, with Cooper Cup now being more hurt than we maybe knew. And well, he, he got re-injured. Remember, he went right. back to practice. Yeah, so he... he the day we were the day we were there the day we were there that first saturday he got hurt and it was kind of like we don't know what's going on no one's really giving us any information okay i i kind of understand why they don't want to do that so then all of a sudden you've got cooper cup out for all this time then he comes back then he gets hurt in these practices i believe it was with the broncos doesn't that sound right to you they they were doing these joint practices Yeah, joint practices and then he got hurt again and you know i hate to say it because i think cooper cup's a great player yeah. But sometimes one injury leads to another injury, which yeah. leads to another injury. That's true. And then all of a sudden, a guy who's seven or eight years into his career, who's had this incredible run, all of a sudden just can't get his body healthy ever again. And that's where it comes to an end, sadly. Gosh, I hope that's not the case for Cooper Cup, but I'm very worried about it for I mean, him. that took a pretty quick turn for the worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a hamstring, bro. I know, but last year it was the knee, right? And now, right, but that is way more serious. You know what I mean? Right, but what I'm getting at is, is I understand. It's I all hate to see bodies breaking yeah. down. Right, you know. So, so could the Rams find themselves in a position where they know Matthew Stafford is not the new style NFL quarterback? Can't move as well as some of the, as certainly the younger guys at the position. Listen, listen. Yeah, go ahead. If the Rams somehow find a way to get Caleb, they're going to win multiple Super Bowls. Well, he's that good. If they can, if they can find a way to be that bad this year to get Caleb Williams to draft him number one overall, um, that would be incredible. And I haven't even looked at the Rams draft and and what they do or don't have because you know they usually, have a first rounder. Okay, because you know how usually the Rams go; they usually don't have one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, first rounder. But I could, uh, if you could get Caleb Williams and you could sacrifice this year, even if you don't want to admit that publicly, and I would never do that. That would be insane to keep yeah. that kid here. Uh yeah, a hundred percent, dude. Like he they he's a star. He is I told you last year when I saw him, I've never seen a nineteen year old play quarterback the way he has. Well, even this weekend, you know, listen, I got it. They're playing Nevada, and I'm not overly impressed with winning a, a game against a team like Nevada. And even if they beat Stanford badly this weekend, which I fully expect them to do, even that may not be impressive enough quite yet until they get to the real beef of the schedule. Yeah. But the plays that he makes, you know, drops back, moves to his left, runs yeah. around to his right, and then throws on the move a bullet to a receiver a, a, standing a, right there on the goal line. His body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Incredible. He's, just, he's insane. His body control is the only thing that comes close is Patrick Mahomes. And by the way, he's bigger and stronger and probably faster than Patrick Mahomes at that at at, at that age, for sure. Well, I bet you Patrick Mahomes would love to sell his house to Caleb Williams because if you've seen quarterback and you I see the house that he built, you have no idea that there's yeah, no won't. person on the planet that will buy that house that he just built. Yeah, well, it's also in Kansas City, right? So. Well, I mean, but not everybody needs an indoor basketball court. Yeah. I mean, I would like to have one. Yeah. Not everybody needs a 50-yard football field. Like to but have one. Caleb to the Rams. Listen, I think the Raiders are going to – I told you a long time ago I think the Raiders are going to be in that mix. Um, I think the Rams are going to be in that mix. But Arizona – The Rams is, in the mix. You told me the Rams are making the playoffs. 
Well, if they don't have Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Well, I don't think they're going to have much of Cooper Cup. I really don't think he's going to play that much. I sadly, is, and I'm a huge fan. I, I said they're going to win. I can, they can, I can see him winning nine games if they have everybody healthy. Yeah, I don't think but it's going to happen. If they're not have, if they don't have everybody healthy, then they're not. They're, you know, especially the quarterback and the wide receiver, then they're in trouble. Yeah. Tell you one thing, I do, and I know we got to hit this break, but I'll tell you one thing, I would do if I were the Rams. I'm being very serious. What would serious. you do, Cappy? I'd start thinking about trading Aaron Donald. No, I wouldn't trade. Aaron. Why? No. If you're not going to be very I bet, good, I would trade. I would trade Stafford. Oh, dude, of course, but I don't think there's really much market out there for Matthew Stafford. Oh, there's always a team that wants like a, a veteran guy. Really, to start right now, I'm saying Aaron Donald could be traded and go play right away somewhere else. I mean, I'm just all I'm saying is is that if you're not going to be good and you don't think it's going to turn around in the next year or two, it's going to take a little time. Yeah, do what the Angels did not do with Otani yeah. and trade Aaron Donald. Yeah. All right, Cappy, big deal, no deal is next. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Widow after 6.30 in the Southland, a live imagery Tuesday with Sedano and Cappy. Time for big deal or no deal. Take it away, Sha. Thanks, Christopher. Take it away, Linz. Thanks. Sedano. Oh, I said Christopher. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird, you know, when you're not here, George. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's Especially, a hot potato there, that game, that I, big deal. Or no I know, game. it really is. I feel like we need to, like, you know. Just go straight to yes, you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Well, Shohei Otani's agent painted a picture of optimism for his injured client earlier today. He said everything is good and he's going to be fine. Well, about 90 minutes later... Otani, who had taken batting practice for just the fourth time this season, was scratched from the Angels' starting lineup due to right oblique tightness. Uh, The Angels then did their annual team photo before today's game, and Otani wasn't present for the photo, and they had to use a body double. No way. Yes. I guess apparently they, they, they claim that this is kind of normal when they do these team photos where... If players are like in on minor league rehab assignments or whatever the case may be, that this is you know a common practice. But either so they way, they body double him and then they Photoshop in his face. Exactly. Oy. So is Otani being held out of the starting lineup and missing the team photos uh, a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Um, I'm gonna say, you know what? I guess I'll say big deal. the The photo thing doesn't really bother me so much. Um, and even really holding him out doesn't really bother me so much. I, I guess what I'm saying, though, is is that... Two things together. For, for Otani, it's time for him to shut it all down. You know, I applauded him for going out and pitching, even if he wasn't 100% right. Um, he was sacrificing his body for his team, and his team wasn't going anywhere by the time he was doing this. So for him to finally like get to, hey, my oblique is bothering me, we all know about this injury or that one, I got other things going on. I don't need to be at a team picture. I, I, I would say it's, it's indicative that Otani is shutting down the whole Angels thing. What do you think, George? Big sigh. 6.35 p.m., big sigh. A lot of nose to that sigh. Not a lot of mouth. Yeah, a lot of nose. A lot of nose. Good sigh. Um, <laughs> I, I just feel like if you're Shohei Otani, um, do we think he's going to pitch again? Is no, it like not, not this year. Definitely not this year. No, no, of course not this year, or, or even next year, probably. Probably not. But, but everybody th- does expect him to come back and pitch. I mean, that's been kind of right. Word Jeff Passan said that that mm-hmm. he does that he the idea is he wants to come back and pitch whenever he's capable of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. 
I mean, look, it's a big deal because it's him, right? So let's 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 you know cut to the chase here. Let's not bury the lead, right? Anything that involves him has clearly been a big deal. Like, when was the last time we spent this much time talking about the Angels here on this station? If there was no Otani this year, and assume they were just as bad as they are record-wise, there'd be virtually no talk. Correct. Yeah. Right. We'd probably do the thing. Oh yeah, my Trout's hurt again, and that'd be like a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course it's a big deal. All right. I just think it's really sad. The whole thing is very sad. Oh, of course it's terrible. It's terrible baseball. He's a baseball he was, fan. He is the biggest attraction in the entire sport, and it's not even close. Imagine if he would have been traded, and he goes to another team. Oh my God! Well, right. Well, but if you're the Angels, what would you have cared? You know what I mean? No, you wouldn't have, because you would have been like, "Hey, good thing we got rid of him when we did." Right. But you didn't. But now you got saddled with him. I feel like it's kind of a karma on their part. They should just let him be free, but they were being greedy. Like, nope, we're going to get every single dollar we can out of him until he's gone because we know he's leaving. But don't you think that karma on their part would <laughs> By be the that way, he's still does killing this, it? Does the body double look like him? I haven't seen the picture. <laughs> they just show from the back, and it's just like, oh. they're probably a guy like the same height and weight as him, but you can't. Really. Kind of hard to find guys like that. They ain't just walking Oh, wait, around. wait, wait. I did find a picture now on the internet. Yeah. Who is it? He's a white guy. So- I just saw him from behind. But if they're photoshopping it, you know. Yeah, what does that matter? Just needs to be about the same size. Well, they just you can see they just put his face there, so right, yeah, yeah. Just Photoshop his yeah. face. Mm. Yeah. All right, next one. So we talked a lot about Deion Sanders earlier on, and that was a obviously a huge upset with Colorado upsetting TCU on Saturday. And now I guess um, Colorado's ranked in the AP top twenty-five. I would expect They're at so. Twenty-two now, I believe. Twenty-two. So that's good for them. it. That's yeah. it, huh? Yeah, what What do you expect them to be? Like number the, three, the top four, five? Yeah, three, what four. The hell? Are you, know? you crazy? Yes, but I actually, yes, I, but. Did, I did kind of expect them to, I, I knew they'd come into the top 25, but I actually kind of thought it'd be a little bit higher, like 16, 17. Okay. Well, maybe you should take that up with the uh, coaches association. Maybe I will. Okay. Well, anyway, um, after the game, of course, Deion Sanders was like all about keeping the receipts and calling out reporters who he thought, you know, Doubted them. Right. He wrote some guy who wrote a column. He he would like ask them, Do you believe? Do you well, believe? Well, it was actually believe? ESPN's Ed Werder. And here is a clip oh, of the was? Exchange. I thought it was a. Well, because he said he wrote something. Well, here's the clip. What's up, Bones? You believe that? Of all the Do you believe Do you believe that? Huh? Who said I didn't believe Oh, no, no, no. I ran through that bull junk you wrote. I ran through that. I sifted through what all that. What did I write? Ah. What did I write? Oh, no. Come Can on. Can I ask my question? Do you believe? In what? Do you believe? <laughs> I believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. He clearly confused him. Throw me over here. You don't believe. Question. He clearly confused him with someone else because Edwarder doesn't write right. anymore. So he said he hasn't been a writer in 30 years, but I guess they Dion probably saw his name and you know sometimes they'll like take reports of something you said on the air and aggregate it into a story. That's kind of like what everyone thinks because yeah. he said well, he you know he's calling him out. So do you think it's a big right. deal that he did that? I mean, I, I think it's a big deal, but I think he was clearly mistaken. Um so I, I don't you know I know Werder went on the um went on the the Dan Patrick show today. I saw it online and was like, literally, I have no idea what he's talking about. Like, I didn't write anything. Like, I didn't do anything. So, again, Dion clearly confused him. So how about you tell Coach Prime, Cappy, since you love him so much, and I love him too, don't get me wrong, that, hey, man, maybe he should call Ed, who covered him in Dallas, for God's sake, um, that, hey, man, my bad. I had you confused with somebody else. Yeah, so look, I'm a huge – I've already made my declaration. I'm a huge Coach Prime fan. I'm going to follow this thing all season long. I, I, I absolutely found what he did this past weekend to be incredibly inspirational, and I'm not joking when I tell you that when we play that sound of him in the pregame locker room, I, like, get teary-eyed. I mean, like, he's got me that much in the palm of his hand. However, that being said, he's kind of being a jerk in the postgame. Because, hey, hey, coach, with respect, it's one win, congratulations, and also... Why does it matter if I, the reporter, in this case, whoever it was, Edwarder or whoever, what does it matter if I believe? What do you care if I believe or if I don't believe? You need to tell the guys in the locker room wearing the uniform, those are the guys that have to believe. Why do I have to believe? And why? And you're yelling at me in front of everybody, like, if I say I don't believe, like, that's a problem. You won one game. Now, of course, Wait, me, you just was, had him in the top five. Of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to understand, George. I'm talking, my perspective is top five. I love Coach Prime. On the other hand. Wait, but you, when Lindsay said they're 22 or whatever, you were like, well, it's so low. I didn't. Hey, they're also <laughs> 25 in the uh, 
in the um, coaches. Eight, right. So I just thought they'd come in higher because of the hype. In the uh, right. Well, I said to the a, I was getting to the AFCA, and you went to coaches, and I went right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The AFCA. So I think Dion's in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. I think you know putting a reporter on blast because they either are or are not a believer of yours. That the reporters don't have to believe be believers. Why does he care? It's not their job. In fact, it's their job to, you know, just be objective or something. I mean, na- can, can I take the other side of this as much as I love Ed Werder? Yeah, go ahead. He knows what he's doing. He's great at television. Dion. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a great clip on Prime on Prime. Yeah. He loves when it. Comes it. He, out. Knows that, he knows what he's doing. All right, what's next? I love Coach Prime. I do, too. Prime on Prime. Check it out. Uh, StubHub has unveiled its 2023 NFL preview of ticket prices, and they said that this year's ticket sales have surged and have nearly doubled last year's figures. For the NFL? Yes. Okay. So they they went through, like, all the different matchups and, like, which tickets are, like, the most expensive. Would you know, or would you guys want to guess what the highest, um, like, the most in-demand NFL team's tickets are for this coming season? You mean an individual team? Yes. Which team? Okay. Uh... I'll take a stab here. Are you ready? Yeah. My first guess is going to be the New York Giants. Okay, oh, the Jets. You are both incorrect. Okay. How about the, the Cowboys? Chiefs? Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Eagles. Nope. How about the Broncos? No, okay, I'm going to just tell you. It's the Raiders. It's the most oh, it's, ticket. Well, but it's yep. been the Raiders for a couple of years because everyone wants to go to the stadium and wants to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know I that because not... I have a buddy. You're, that's excellent point. A buddy of mine who works, who is in the second, um, what is it called? Secondary market, right? Ticket market. Um, has told me that since they opened that place, that has been the highest ticket price in the league. Yeah, I, I still have not been in that stadium. I hear it's great, even though like the other day I saw some video of the roof leaking or something. Yeah. But I'm I'm I haven't been. I got to get up there this year. We should year. go this year. Yeah. So look, the highest ticket prices, top five ticket prices, uh, top four ticket prices. Let me see. Do we have how many do I have? Uh, I think I may have the top ten actually. Hold on. And it's StubHub's top ten most in demand. Also, they said that the Jets experienced the most um, growth from season to season, which that was right. Oh, How about sure. this yeah. one? How about this? You ready? Raiders, so here we go. Here Raiders, we go. Jets. Highest ticket price of the season. Yeah, go ahead. Which game? Do you know? Well, I just gave you the Raiders-Jets. I kind of like that game. Raiders-Jets is number four. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Did they play you the won't Chiefs? Guess, you won't guess number one. Okay. Then tell uh, us. You won't guess it. It okay. is week one, by the way. Okay. Um, is it the, the, the opener? Is it is it the Kansas City-Detroit nope. game? Kansas City, Detroit is not in the top ten. No. Okay, so this is the the highest ticket price of the entire season thus far, is is week one. Yeah, that, according to Vivid Seats. Okay, how about um, the Bengals visiting the Browns? No. Why not? No, no, no. It's a big rivalry not. game. By the way, the Raiders. I'll tell you how many they have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top ten are Raider home H- games. How about this? How about the Monday night game, Bills at the Jets? I know what it is. How about the Cowboys or the Cowboys Giants? Cowboys or the Giants, yeah, that's Sunday what I would night. Say. No? Bills, nope. Jets, no. Um, don't tell me no the idea. Dolphins and the Chargers. Don't even tell uh-uh. me that. No, no. Packers, Bears? Uh-uh. All right, you want me to just We're tell running you? running out, yeah. You're never going to believe this. Buccaneers, Vikings? $1,022 is the average ticket price on September 10th for Eagles at Patriots. Oh, wow. What? Yep. Lame. Yeah, but I could see Eagles fans being nuts. Okay, that's true because I think Tom Brady's going to be there for something because my friend wanted is to go to Is his jersey retirement? Yeah. Come that's on, really? Is. Yeah, my friend wanted to go to that game and he saw the ticket prices and he was like, bleep that. I'm not paying yeah. that much. Oh, wow. That's interesting, though. So the so the the Eagles are visiting the Patriots and it's Brady's retirement and that's the highest price ticket going, huh? Mm-hmm. I feel like they should wait a whole season of him not playing because there's a good chance he's going to come back. No, he's not. I think he will. Play for the Raiders. Now you're all of a sudden listening to Cappy. What's That's wrong right. with you? You're going to play for the Raiders. I just feel like uh, everything I've heard, he still right. seems so indecisive about it. But by the way, mm. seven of the top ten are Raider home games. Yeah. I could buy it. I mean, listen, Here, like, let me tell you the Raider home games. I ahead. mean, it's all but one, apparently. I'd have to, I guess you could go back and check. Um, Steelers at Raiders, Sunday okay. Night Football, Makes September 24th. Right. Packers at Raiders, October of 9th. Course, right. Jets at Raiders, November 12th. Yep. Vikings at Raiders, December 10th. Then it's Cowboys Niners, Sunday Night Football, October 8th. Cowboys Eagles, November 5th. Patriots at Raiders, October 15th. Giants at Raiders, November 5th. Chiefs at Raiders. So basically, every outside of three, seven of the top ten are Raider home games. Of the three that are not 
uh, or, or these are um, three games that are outside of the Raiders. What was the one Raider game, the home game that was not in the top? Who are they playing? Do you recall? Oh, I'd have to look. Go back. Let me go back on the schedule. Hold on. Because Raiders. that sounds interesting to me. Like, you know, all these Probably teams the are coming in. You think the Broncos? Probably. Is that the first game? Are no. they, no, are they hosting them? No, they're at Denver. That's, that's that's the last game is Broncos at Raiders. Okay, give me a second. You might be right because by that time, both of those team seasons might be over. Because it's not yeah, the Chiefs or the Vikings. It's got to be. All done. Yeah. Stand by. Okay, we're all, all right. standing. That's it. 100%. Stand by. All right, so uh, Pittsburgh was on there. Green Bay, New England was on there. Um, the Giants, the Jets, Minnesota. Oh, the Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. <laughs> well, yeah, because the Chargers aren't going to bring anybody. Yeah. The Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, oh, no, they have nine home games this year. Chargers and Broncos. Wow. So I was half right. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. Those are the two. All right. That didn't make the list. So they have nine home games this year, and those two didn't make the list. But the other ones... Definitely up there. I got to get up there this year. You've Let's said that go. last year. Too. I know, but I didn't do it. Yeah. And I no, went we to, know. I went to Cleveland instead. Because you always say you do stuff and you don't do it. No, not always. Well, I mean, Cleveland's like, coming here so we can go to a Raiders game. Well, right. So Cleveland's coming to play the Rams, and when they come to play the Rams, they're going to stay like the full week in L.A. Yep. So mm-hmm. that'll be good. My whole family's coming for that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, look today. at that. Just yeah, decided and, today. And by the way, speaking of football, before we get to dealer's choice, and we did a lot of football that hour, Cappy. It's a lot of sports talk, is what that is. Good. It's football season. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, here we go. Nine minutes in front of 7 p.m. On a Tuesday, a live imaging Tuesday. Final segment. This is our final segment music for Sedano and Cappy. It's been interesting. You're falling apart today. It's been interesting today. What's going on with you? Last hour's been very sportsy, Chris. A little too okay. sportsy, actually. Too sportsy. Wait, See? too sportsy now? <laughs> too sportsy. Oh, hell. Wait, no sports the first Hold on, you got to step on it. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you know, we had to squeeze in two, three hours of sports. Well, there was no hour. balance. So we didn't have enough sports. So we didn't balance the show. Okay. You know. Well, you know what I need But when you're be- a top drive type talent like Evan Cohen... You know how to balance the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, now I got chess pieces on Shiana. We haven't had that in a long time. <laughs> you know what? I need some beads to balance. I could be like pig vomit in the old Stern Private Parts movie and be mm-hmm. like, Sonata, you got to do it like Cohen. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> we call him Evco? Oh, you got to wow. do it like Evco, man. Oh, really? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Evan Cohen's was drinking Similac when I was doing radio the first time, okay? Hear that? You hear what my man Sedano said? No, I actually think that... Evan is has always looked up and to Sedano as a mentor. Oh yeah, and kind of his act is very similar. Oh yeah, and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I would copy Sedano too. You would. Yeah. Okay. Why do you say it with a question mark? Well, I mean, I'm just I'm asking. Well, you know, Evan likes to call himself. Uh, we call ourselves the Jubano brothers. Yeah. He's so the you're Ju not, and I'm the Bono. You're not you know? Bono. Yeah, yeah. Guess not. I mean, that's something we probably should have thought of. (laughs) (laughs) We probably should have been called the Jubano brothers. But I, you know, I couldn't have, I mean, I already have it with somebody else. Right, but what you do is you say to the other Jubano, you go, yo, man, I got another Jubano all up in here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The the main piece, side piece, your little side piece. I mean, come on, man. You know? Just saying. Uh, I'm gonna have I a mean, kosher. at least Evan. At least Evan wasn't invited to the elder statesman dinner. Oh, yeah. he would be. I mean, he, would, if he was yeah. in town. Me, I'm not invited. <laughs> I mean, and Chris comes to me all the time, and he's like, "Dude, I can't even begin to tell you how important you are to this radio station." Well, you <laughs> are, but 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 you're not important enough to come to this meeting. <laughs> but yeah, the elder statesman dinner. Nah, it's not right. You should have changed the name of the dinner. <laughs> we did. We had a dinner recently when Evan was in town. It was just Evan Sedano and me. Right. I wasn't invited to that either. That wouldn't be. That's a well, family dinner. You weren't, dinner. weren't yeah. in right. the studio then. Yeah. That's but that, that's a family. That's dinner. a family thing. That's gotcha. a family I dinner. Gotcha. I gotcha. go back twenty family. years. I understand. Me and yeah. me and George go back a long time. Well, that's you and George. Right. I know. But but you but me and Evan Cohen. Not I don't know as, about not, your history. Not as quite as far Chris, back. Chris, is this like work family versus real family? Well, that's just what it is. It's real friends versus work friends. That's right. Yeah. That's right. About that. He was so offended last week. 
But now he's, he's what was I offended you? about. You were offended that Beto thought of you as more of a work friend no, than a let's real friend. Have clarity on what I was offended about. Yeah, which was that he only Uh-oh. invited Clinton Yates oh, of all people. That's what it was. Well, now I'm curious, George. You're you're in Miami. You're not here in studio, <laughs> but Chris is about to open a package here in studio. I'm cons- now this means something to the Sedano and Cap listeners because when I brought it up, okay, people started DMing out of anywhere, okay, everywhere. They were hitting up Laura to tell me stuff. About where I could find these Crocs. Okay. Oh! And the package came on oh. Friday. Very true, very true. And I true. knew what it was, so I wanted to wait till today to unpackage it. And you got your new Crocs. Look at these, the Lightning McQueen Cars Crocs. Wow. Now, I've never oh, wow. owned Crocs. Yeah. But look at these bad boys. Wow. And they light up, Jack. You know this is why you don't have a girlfriend. No, it's actually a female that created this bit. My friend Carolyn, yeah. who's the big TikTok influencer. Yeah. Carolyn Dutton, you can yeah. find, find her on Instagram, TikTok. It's her bit with me. Yeah, no, she thinks it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. It is. I think it's funny. Those are uh, those are good looking Crocs. Way, I don't have a girlfriend because I don't want one. Nah, you say that, but when you wear Crocs like that, girls don't like that. Well, I'm not wearing them. I mean, Justin Bieber wears Crocs like every day, and he has a pretty hot. Does he wear those? Wife. Um, I think I think his are actually yellow, but they're just like that. Right, I've never worn Crocs, so. Let's, let's try them on. I nah. wonder how they feel. No, not right. Because everybody, you know, I saw this dude in the airport the it's other day. It's more for the bit than the actual attire. Oh, you should wear them, dude. Those would look good. I don't think they'd look good. No, I think they would. They'd look good with one of your nice custom suits. Ha! You know, I saw this guy in the airport the other day. He must have gotten three, four inches out of these Crocs he was wearing. And I was like, dude, this guy's six seven. He takes them off. He's like six three. I would love, are there Crocs with like platforms? Like, are there really super yes. tall yeah. ones? Yes. Yeah. How much, how much can I get? Can I, I get two, know. three inches? Can Cro- I get four inches? Probably like two inches. Yeah, two. Yeah, I've seen, dude. Crocs has expanded. They have heels. They have like slip-on shoes. There's a lot of stuff we going on. Try those on. What size are those Crocs? Twelves. Twelves. That's a little too big for me. Oh, too big. <laughs> a little too big. You can't fill out a twelve. Home nah, no, twelve's not for me. I'm more of an eleven. Well, I'm a you twelve. Know, it's kind of like it's kind of like when we put down the dog. You know, you took down twelve. I took down ten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the way, uh, true story. This past weekend, I'm with, uh, I mentioned I was with my girlfriend and then all of her friends. And one of her friends said to me, so I saw this thing on social media with you and some other dude and you guys were eating a hot dog and at the end you were kissing. And of course, you know, my girlfriend's like, she's just rolling her eyes. She's disgusted. Right. And then her friend goes, that was really cool and funny. And then what did Rachel say? She was like, oh, oh yeah, I thought oh, it was yeah, cool. Was my idea. I thought it was cool, too. Uh, I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what's with you and that dude kissing at the end of that hot dog? I'm like, it wasn't a kiss. It was a finishing of a dog. The finishing yeah. was really when our belts rubbed together. It was really more of our bellies because our belts were under our bellies. Kiss. No, I felt midsection to midsection. Yeah, Not that midsection. I'm, I'm lower, Not, a little bit lower. Oh, that. Groin to groin. Oy. Yeah. All right, then. On that note. It did happen. Good night, everyone.